Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, what's up, man, on this happy Tuesday, terrific Tuesday? Hey, Doc, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good, man. I mean, all is well. Uh, the day is Tuesday. It's, it's kind of strange that we, I mean, no, it's, it's kind of strange that we, today is Wednesday. I'm today tripping. is Wednesday. Yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah. Well, see, it's kind of wild that we had football on Tuesday night. I mean, significant football play last night, too, between two uh, division foes, uh, not only in the NFC West, but also in the NFC East. And then to have two games pretty much, you know, go and play, you know, almost down to the wire the way it did, man. So feeling pretty good. Um, you know, I, I, I could imagine the Seattle Seahawks aren't feeling as, as good as we are this morning, but. You know, that is what it is. They got a lot of work they need to do up there in Seattle. But as for the Los Angeles Rams, man, it's uh, holding steady back in first place and uh, really ready to challenge the Cardinals for the division crown. Indeed. Now, we're back in first place. And the reason why the Seattle Seahawks aren't feeling pretty well is because they came to SoFi on a crazy ass week, crazy 10 days for the Rams, man. I think the Rams, we had nearly 30 players in COVID-19 protocol over the last 10 days, man. Uh, so crazy that the game had to be moved to Tuesday, which it was. I think we end, still ended up without 16 players because of the COVID protocols, including three starters, uh, Rob Havenstein, uh, Tyler Higby, and uh, Jordan Fuller. But still, we played the ball. I mean, the Seattle was, was, out, was, out, was without some players, too. But anyway, we played. We got the dub, 20 to 10, played extremely well, defense balled out. The first time, man, Von Miller, hey, Von Miller got his first sack as an L.A. Ram. And the thing about that, bro, is our three 
best pass rushers who we knew was going to be a three-headed monster. Leonard Floyd got a sack. Aaron Donald got a sack. Von Miller got a sack. We come in, pretty much shut down Seattle, man, get a 20-10 to 10 lead. I got Cooper Cup breaking records and stuff. We're going to discuss that in a minute. But, Isaac, have you ever seen anything as crazy that the than what the Rams had to go through the last 10 days this last week, man, with all this COVID stuff and the game been uh, 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 changed to Tuesday. And I know Sean McVay said it's pretty much probably the craziest week he had as far as coaching. Well, Doc, it's the, it's the state of sports, uh, you know, globally. It's the state of sports, uh, you know, right here where we live. So, you know, you know, you start to expect situations like we had last week with the COVID-19 uh, protocols, guys going in and out, making sure that everybody's safe and healthy. That's going to be participating in these sporting events. So, um, the, the Los Angeles Rams and, and the Seattle Seahawks were not exempt from it, but uh, go out and have two teams go out and play as well as they did with the lack of practice that they had. Man, I felt like you know, just mentally, they knew what was on the line. Seattle fighting for their playoff lives, uh, the Los Angeles Rams fighting for you know, what's at stake for us, you know, being able to host a home playoff game, you know, at, 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 at where it is right now. So, um, but, but a total team effort got by the Los Angeles Rams, man, when you look all over the field and, you know, it kind of seems like it's hard to say this and, and it's, it's strange to say this, but it's kind of like Aaron Donald's been under the radar as far as publication and being, uh, uh, supported and the, just the way he plays doc, he, he was effective on just about every defensive snap last night. You talked about Von Miller getting his first snap, and you talked about uh, Mr. Leonard Floyd, who was referred to as Leonard Little by one of the play, uh, one of the sportscasters last night. I thought that was funny. Get his sack. But Aaron Donald was a guy who was being triple teamed. He beat a double team to get his sack. And just all the attention for the Seattle Seahawks was based solely on Aaron Donald putting pressure on Russell Wilson, forcing him to throw fo the football when he didn't want to and just get rid of the ball uh, a lot sooner than he did. But his effect on the team, Doc, I mean, just what he can do, he can just wreck an offense and set other guys up to make plays on the defensive end and even on the back end, man. I mean, with the tips and the interceptions that we, he can garner from uh, the pressure he brings. You know? So I just feel like Aaron Donald, man, he's made his eighth consecutive Pro Bowl this year. I just feel like he's not been getting, you know, the normal publication like he should, as he always should be getting. That's funny you said that, man, because watching the game and watching highlights, I was I said the same thing. You see Aaron Donald get a sack, and it's like he constantly, he's constantly putting pressure and bringing hell every single play. But, I mean, I don't even think we've been talking about him enough, man. I know national media hasn't been talking about him enough, but he doesn't care. He continues to ball out, man. He balled out, and Von Miller had talked about, you know, talking about Von getting his first sack as an L.A. Ram. I mean, just reading, my man said he took the test, went home, started playing Call of Duty. Got the call. He was clear. Didn't practice. It didn't do anything. I think he said this is his first time ever. He didn't practice or anything and play the game. But the funny part to me is that he took the said he went he took the test, went home, started playing Call of Duty. Got the call that he was cleared. Uh, went upstairs and started packing to go. You know, but he said hell. He, he finished his Call of Duty game first. <laughs> he finished that first. <laughs> then he went and got ready to start playing. That was funny, man. So. Uh, but you're right with AD, man, that defense uh, holding Seattle to 10 points, regardless of the circumstances, you're still holding uh, Russell Wilson uh, to 10 points. He still had, you know, his big receiver, DK Metcalf. So uh, to play the way they played, uh, and we're going to talk about, you know, that Rams offense. But, oh, bro, I got to let you salute. We got to salute Cooper Cup, man. 
Cooper Cup with another great game. Let's see what he ended up with, Isaac. I forgot. Ten catches? Not hold on. Let me see. Uh Coop went, he went nuts. Anyway, nine catches, 136 yards, two touchdowns. But more importantly, he, he he's now the Rams single season record holder with 122 receptions, 14 TDs, but 122 receptions on the year. And uh Isaac, I think you you knew somebody who had the record before him, right? Uh, indeed, I do, man. I just saw the guy in the mirror uh, not long ago uh, at 119. But you know what, Doc? Uh, let me be one of the first to, you know, publicly uh, congratulate one Cooper Cup, man, for a great season thus far. I think he has about three games left to play. But just his steady, his consistency, his ability to get open, run after a catch. He's our punt returner. And just to be that guy who the defense is you know, is focusing on week in and week out and still produce that level of production. Uh, congratulations to Cooper. I mean, I mean, if anyone was going to break it, um, you could see that, you know, he was trending towards that way. Not only that, man, he made his first Pro Bowl. He picked as his first Pro Bowl uh, player season this year. Just a tremendous job by Cooper. And just being on key, being in sync with Matthew Stafford and being where he's supposed to be and not ever fooling the quarterback, man. He's just making plays all over the field. I mean, he's a hard worker. Um, it, it, his play to me, you know, sometimes I can, I can kind of see a, a Stephon Curry, Stephen Curry trait in him. As far as when Stephen moves, moves without the football, uh, when, without the basketball, he's constantly moving, constantly in motion. I can see Cooper Cup being the same type player as far as when the first route or the first read isn't there, he continues to play football to get open and he turns into that backyard guy and still makes a, a huge uh, strike on a certain play, getting the ball down the field. But congratulations to Cooper, man. It's a, it's a great feat. And, and let's be honest, Doc, he couldn't do it without a Matthew Stafford. It, it couldn't be done without that offensive line blocking for him and the other guys, the other receivers, the Beckhams, uh, the Robert Woods and the Van Jeffersons that pull coverage from him as well and allow him to get open and be able to do what he does. So, but the highlight and the light is shining on Cooper Cup this week. And uh, who knows, Doc, he has about 1,600 yards. Um, I finished with 1,781 as the highest uh, single-season receiving yards for the Rams in 1995. Cooper Cup may be going towards that 2,000-yard mark. And uh, that means he'll surpass the great Megatron, who happens to be a Hall of Famer. And uh, we could see it happen, Doc. We got three, three, three games left, and it just may play into that. So congratulations to Cooper. How crazy is that, man, with the numbers he's putting up? Now, I tell, I mean, I said I kind of knew this was coming because, hey, before the season, you was trying to downplay it. I was like, look, man, Cooper Cup going to, he's going to dinner with Stafford and his family, man. I, well, I called him. I nicknamed him the dinner guest. Now, the dinner guest was eating, and the dinner guest been eating on the field as well because it's one thing to be good friends with the quarterback, it's, but it's a whole other thing to get the rock thrown your way, then it's a whole nother thing to catch it and produce the way he's been producing. So just because you best friends with the quarterback, that don't mean automatically you're going to produce, but this guy's production, man, uh, for real, especially in a game like this, bro. And I'm watching one of them, one of them, one, that last, that second touchdown was just so pr pretty to me, man. It wasn't nothing but a skinny post. It was a skinny post and Stafford put it right in the perfect spot. I mean, it was a perfect pass and he just snatches it and, you said something, man, because they know that Cooper Cup is going to get targeted every game, but it doesn't matter. And it, it baffles me, though, sometimes that damn defense is still 
get confused and put linebackers over Cooper, man, when they throw him in the slot. And linebacker ain't got no damn chance. And Cooper Cup just been cooking cats, man. He continues to cook cats. Well, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, salute to Coach Sean McVay as well, being able to formation, uh, manipulate defenses the way that he does, and and put Cooper Cup in a position where he can't be double teamed as much. I mean, if you're often putting him outside the numbers, I mean, it's easier, much easier to double team him with a center or with a corner and a safety. But when you drop him in the slot, you know, you have linebackers in there that have their keys, and they have to first, first and foremost play and see if we're going to run that football. And if we are, I mean, they, they, they got to do their job as a linebacker, you know, stuffing that run. But if we're not and we're using the play flake, the play action flake, they're coming up, that gives Cooper Cup an advantage to get behind them. Now, that one, that second touchdown dot that he threw, that he caught, the pass by Matthew Stafford was just amazing. Yeah. I mean, you see the anticipation, you see the trust that these two guys have. You know what? He could have threw it to Odell Beckham on the other side because they ran they ran mirror routes on that. But just the anticipation, Cooper Cup was not even out of his break before that ball was released, yeah. and uh, he hit him in stride, and he wasn't touched by the defense. So that I mean, just uh, you know, we talk about Aaron Donald. You know, we got to continue to talk about the brilliance of Matthew Stafford. You know, you know, there's a there's a lot of you know uh, pressure added to Matthew Stafford because he hasn't won a playoff game, but. In the regular season, man, he's just been everything we asked. And I can anticipate and see this guy making a lot of noise this postseason, man. I'm excited about it. And Sony Michelle, I got to shout you out too, man. Where to talk yeah. about Rock, bro. Yes, you sir. were running hard, yes. man. And even yes. though Daryl Henderson was back, he, he you know, Sony Michelle started again and watching it, bro. I mean, dog. Yeah. And Sony Michelle ain't the quickest dude, but that dude runs so tough, man. He runs with that dog, man. The holes were there. He got through it. He was breaking tackles. He was catching the ball. Hey, Sony Michelle was extremely impressive last night, even though, you know, the offensive line was missing a starter. That offensive line still took care of business, man. And we showed some physicality and we were physically imposing over the Seahawks. So now we 10 and four tie with Arizona top the NFC West. Now we looking like them NF them them Super Bowl contenders, man. That people thought we were gonna uh, look like ice. Well, I tell you what, with Sony Michelle Dot, you know he takes exactly what the offensive line gives him. The offensive line is designed to give you about four yards, and then they leave the rest up to you. He's been doing a tremendous job of getting those four yards and extending the plate. Dot, he runs hard. He has a low center a center of gravity. He has great leg drive. And uh, you know what? I mean, I think he's reminding people why he was, you know, involved in a trade from New England to come to us. And uh, yeah, remember, this is a guy playing for a contract, man. He, he's in his contract year. So, yeah. you know, to get an opportunity like he's getting right now, I mean, it, it's what it is. It's putting a lot of pressure on our other running backs that are in that room that when you come in, you have to produce, you have to run hard, take what that offensive line is giving you and then some, man. But he's finishing runs. Perfectly, Doc. I think he's the perfect running uh, for this offense, the way it's being ran right now. And I think you're saying that, and I know why you're saying that, because he is, man. He takes what – he doesn't try to force anything. He takes what the offensive line provides for him. You know, he's going to hit it up in there. A lot of times running backs try to do too much, man. Even when they're trying to run run hard, uh, they still are miscuts because they ain't thinking. A lot of times they'll fumble, but we can – you know, they can – uh, trust him with the rock in his hand, trust him to make right decisions, trust him in the passing game, just an overall running back, man, just doing everything well. And I think that's why we saw him start again last night, even though Daryl Henderson 
was back is because Sonny Michelle has been that rock. He's been solid back there, and he showed again why he probably would probably be the starter throughout the regular season and the playoffs because he is playing well and running running the ball well and pass protecting and doing everything you want him to do, man. So just salute to the Rams being where we are. And uh, just going forward, now I'm excited about what we can be because, you know, we had the little losing streak a couple of weeks ago, but damn, that's gone. I like the fact that it seems like Von Miller, that defense is really coming together and gelling. I had to say Jalen Ramsey name, but Jalen Ramsey made uh, some nice plays last night as well. He was just being Jalen Ramsey, you know, Pro Bowl cornerback or whatever. But the way we are, man, with our momentum trending, is this the is this the Rams team we can expect to see going forward as we head into the playoffs and hopefully make this Super Bowl run? Well, Doc, I would love to have uh, the Rams be able to practice. I mean, I'm not sure how the practice schedule is going right now. You know, you talked about that cohesiveness from the defense, but it, the, the all three phases has to have an opportunity to gel. And I think a lot of it happens in practice, just getting the guys familiar with each other again, running around and, uh, and doing their job. So if we can find just little ways to practice, I know we're, we're in California. And, it, you know, every state is different right now as far as uh, COVID-19, as far as practicing and, and doing your meetings virtual. But if we can find ways to get guys together, have some 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 of those uh, uh, walkthroughs that are on steroids, you know, like they have these days. But I think that's going to be important, Doc. I think the guys who can you know, who can sneak and steal some practice time and, and practice what we do and what we need to do, I think we'll, we'll benefit from it. I mean, I think, you know, we are trending. We got. Um, uh, not an easy schedule, Doc. I mean, going down, I mean, finishing up the season. It isn't as easy as a lot of other people in our division, but, you know, it, it's what it is, and we have to go through these guys playing one game at a time. And you're talking about that. It, it's not an easy schedule. You're right, man. Got three games left in regular season, including Sunday. Very short week. Playing a damn Tuesday. You got to play again on Sunday, and they got to go to you Minnesota. Gotta travel. And you got to – exactly. Yeah. You got to go, You got to travel, man, headed to Minnesota for a noon game. Noon, I think that may be noon Eastern. So that's a whole different time zone as far as back in Cali, what your body used to. So not an easy schedule, man. But if you want to do some good things, you got to face it and you got to take care of this because they go to Minnesota, then they go to Baltimore, then they finish up the regular season January 9th at home against the 49ers. So a couple of tough games, but now they can really show themselves and see if they are tough because I think going to Minnesota and winning, Minnesota plays in the dome, right? But it's still, it's a cold atmosphere, yes. cold environment. You got to go there. This could be a precursor to, you know, maybe possibly going to Green Bay, even though Green Bay is outside, but it's still cold as a mother. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, this going to be a big test on Sunday, too. It'll definitely be a big test, but, uh, you know, let's kill all that. This is just like Green Bay. <laughs> I saw you shaking your head, bro. <laughs> no, Green Bay is outside, bro. You have <laughs> yeah, to get know, your man. mind right for that. Know, but, um, you know, playing in Minnesota, playing against Minnesota, against another team that, that has playoff hopes. I, I mean, you just got to it, – it's a, it's a salute that you got to give to the NFL. The way they, they, they're forcing teams to end the seasons this, this year, a lot of division games mixed in there. And it just so happens that we have uh, Minnesota and Baltimore who are fighting for their playoff lives, fighting to win their division uh, as well. So um, just the way they've set the, these last games up, man, it, it, it bodes for some really good football. So 
it's not a week off. I mean, if anything, it's Tuesday. I mean, we played last night. Today's Wednesday. Doc, we're going to travel. have to travel here soon to get to the East Coast. And then, you know, Sean McVay has always been known to have his team ready to play when we make these East Coast trips. Hey, he's going to have to pull. He's going to have to pull out a hat again, Doc, and just get these guys ready, get them rested up, uh, 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 infuse more recovery time for these guys so they'll be able to play and have this game being kicked off at a one o'clock, one o'clock game on the East Coast. And Isaac, man, a couple more things before we get out of here, man. I want to ask you this because you know what, bro? Uh, people don't know, man. A lot of times cats, cats don't want to see their records broken, man. You know, cats look good for the camera, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was looking at Ray Allen yeah. when stuff, I was like, Ray, are you really happy that he just broke your record, bro? <laughs> I, was, I see you smiling, but I see that smile kind of forced, bro. Yeah. A lot of times yeah. cats don't really want their records broken, but Watching you and talking to you even before we started recording, man, I see you genuinely happy for Cooper Cup and what Cooper has done, and you have a genuine respect for what he's done and what he did. Because, and honestly, bro, with me, I like Cooper, but you my brother, and I'm like, you know, I try to find things wrong in his game, you know, simply for the fact that he just broke my brother's record. But even talking to you, you kind of got on my head a little bit, like, hold on, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Cooper, hey, you got to give him his props. And I, I got to give him his props, man. So you genuinely happy that Cooper is, is doing what he's doing, bro. I mean, I tell you what, he's in the fire doing it. Doc. And listen, I'm cut from the same cloth as Eric Dickerson. Guess what? Eric Dickerson doesn't want his single game uh, rushing uh, <laughs> title to be broken. He doesn't want it. Now, catches are one thing, Doc. You know, I always put that in a, in a category because, you know, you can you can run these little bubble screens and end up with 140 catches, you know, kind of like we've seen the kid in New Orleans do uh, a couple of years ago. He yeah. caught about 150 passes, but but it, but his his yards per catch was probably about 11 yards per catch, man. I mean, to me, that's nothing. Yeah. You know, it's just like an extended handoff to a running back. You know, Cooper Cup, he isn't doing that. But it, and that's that's kind of the way I look at catches. Receiving yards is the thing for me, yeah. you know. I'll probably be on the edge of my seat, you know. You know, when he hit seventeen hundred, yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, come on, defense!" You know, you know, make <laughs> sure y'all stop him. You know, y'all go ahead and double team this dude, man. You know, you're not made. Listen, listen. If if Minnesota wasn't in the playoff run, I would say Minnesota, you got to triple team this dude all game so he doesn't break this seventeen eighty one, and that thing can stand up there for a long time. But um, he's staring down the barrel of it right now, Doc. And you know, I, that, that's the competitive nature in us. You know, we don't want this thing broken, though. You know, I don't want it broken until uh, Benjamin Billionaire Bruce is is alive and well and kicking, playing football, and he goes and gets 1782. So I want a Bruce to hold that that number right there for a very long time. But, you know, they're, they're, those numbers are there to be broken. And, you know, with the with the dispensation of defenses that are being played and you can't hit guys like you used to and uh, you can't chin check them the way you used to, it's a different game, Doc. It is, man. A very honest answer, man. You're right, man, because it ain't no hate. It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Very honest answer, and I appreciate your candor, man. And one more thing, man. Hey, congratulations to you, man, and your wife, man. Smoosh. Hall of Fame Village, man. Ice cream. Hey, man, that's that's a big move, bro. Hey, Doc, like I said, man, the Lord is good and gracious to me and my family, man. He's making opportunities for us, and uh, we want it to be a part of the community up there. Um, we didn't push. We didn't scratch. We just aligned. And uh, it's truly a blessing, man. We get an opportunity to uh, be a part of that village. And hopefully that relationship lasts for a very long time. And, uh, you know, we take the funds and do and do good things with them.
and smooth. Now I'm talking about now let people know that's 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 the ice cream and, and cookie sandwich yes. uh, uh, company. Yes, it's the ice cream cookie sandwich company that you know that my wife and I are involved in uh, as far as far as franchise franchise owners. And very here, very recently, very soon, we'll be uh, about ninety percent of the entire company and have the ability to sell franchises to others. So we're looking at a lot, a lot of different places, man. Memphis being one of them. Yeah, you know, the Carrieville's. You know what I mean? Those places like that out there in Germantown, uh, where I used to live, uh, just just one day having a smush right there in your community, in Los Angeles as well. So we're looking to have these things uh, planted in different cities, man, and uh, really nourish the communities that they're in. Bro, you can't be saying Germantown and Carrieville don't be saying Whitehaven, man, where I live, man. Whitehaven. Whitehaven. Can, can, why, <laughs> thank you, bro. Can Whitehaven, can we get one? Can we get a smush? Come on, man. I'm saying, but no, I'm proud of you, man. I'm happy for y'all, bro. Yeah, man, it's, it's special, man. I mean, uh, things are really uh, happening. So just just uh, really glad and happy to be a part of it, dog. Uh, anything else you want to add, bro, before we get up out of here, man? That's it, man. Hey, dog, it's a short week. Uh, we played last night. Today's Wednesday. We got to turn around and uh, play Sunday at Minnesota uh, against an opponent, uh, Kirk Cousins, a uh, quarterback who was having a, a really good season. Uh, I, I love the quarterback, the, the, the wide receiver, uh, Jefferson, with the, with the Minnesota Vikings. And they have a great running back. Uh, and uh, his name slips me right now. But Cook. the guy runs the football. Cook. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Dalvin but uh, Cook. He's, he's a great running back. So it, it's going to be a lot of challenges even leading up to the game to play this Sunday, Doc. We're talking about the travel part of it, uh, kickoff. And uh, just being, just getting acclimated to hotels and just that initial, you know, the change in weather that you're going to be facing for a little while. And then just getting guys healthy enough to play football. So it's a big week for us, man. I can't imagine, bro. Play Tuesday. Wednesday, you can't really do nothing today, man. You got to let cats rest. But damn, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, try. Oh, yeah, that's tough, bro. So, hey, yeah. That's what y'all get paid for. But anyway, that's going to do it. For this episode, another great episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.